0: What have you said to me recently? Recently. Rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat. Rock, rock. rock. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will, I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, Conservatives, Constitutionalists, Liberals, Libertarians, Communists, Islamists, LGBTQRS, T V WXYZ people. All the boat records are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty Radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about, I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com, and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, <laughs> head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Scroll down on the right side of the page, and there's a, there's two videos. Okay, uh, The second one down, click on the little green box with the white arrow, and that should start you playing. And then in the corner, there should be a link to Rumble if you want to join us in the chat over there. Got a few friends over there, and we appreciate all your support, as well as across the other video platforms we're on, beforeitsnews.com, top of the page, also dlive.tv at The Sons of Liberty, as well as Twitch at Setting Brush Fires, and if you have a Roku device, we're on Cutting Edge TV over there. We appreciate all of you guys carrying us, as well as Red State, and the privilege is is ours, and we appreciate your trust, too. You know, these days, we're going to look at some stuff. These days... Finding some people that you can really trust to be honest about things is very it's very difficult. Everybody has an angle. Everybody seems to have an agenda, um, and and so yeah, we appreciate your trust. We really do. Right above where we're streaming live is Bradley's show from yesterday. You can still catch that up until three p.m. Eastern, two p.m. Central. At which time he'll be live in that little box right there, uh, as well as the other places that I told you about. Uh, so be sure and check him out. Finally, if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, do that. Uh, you get one email from us a day. That comes in the evening. All of the articles we have, including the Morning Show Archive. So if you've got questions about what I'm going to tell you about today, they're going to be in the Morning Archive. Please, 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 here right now. It's going to be on this page, com. It'll be under the same title that we've got um, For the show here this morning, which is Chick-fil-A Goes Full Fascist, Siding with Tyrants on Experimental Shots and Tests. Okay? Just look for that on com. Yesterday, I didn't get the show up until late in the afternoon, and I'm sorry about that. Just... There was several things that were distracting, and so I didn't get it up until late. It usually goes up in the morning. It was like, I don't know, 5 or 6 o'clock. It was ridiculous. So I apologize for it being up late, but it was in your email if you're signed up for that. Also, if you agree with our message, there's a donate button at the top of Sons Liberty. <coughs> Excuse me. Media.com COVID, right? Uh, <laughs> donation button there. Just click on that, make a one-time donation, or you can partner with us as a son or daughter of Liberty. That link is also there, and you can make a donation right there on sonslibertymedia.com, and our store is available as well. You can also find Bradley's schedule. Again, we don't have a special this week, and um, eh, we're going to see about that. But uh, we'll we'll get a new one out definitely tomorrow, one way or the other. (laughs) Okay, all right. So uh, before I get into the topic today, because I'm going to tell you, I don't you, you got to understand something. Some people think, well, you say some hard things and this, that, and the other. Therefore, you just must be a jerk and want to be a confrontive, you know, pick your expli- expletive or whatever you want to say. I, I'm not like that. I really am not. Everybody that knows me sa- knows I'll sit and I'll have discussion with them. Um, I'll listen to them as far as what they say, and I'll go, okay, well, what about this and bring these things in? Because I believe that's the way we learn. And not all of us are at the same place. People have to do that with me sometimes because I have things to learn too, right? And we sharpen one another. The Bible talks about brothers sharpening as iron sharpens iron, right? And so I want people to understand I'm not coming at this from a a viewpoint of saying I'm better than somebody else because I'm not. Um, In fact, I'm probably worse than most people. So... Anything good from us comes from who? It comes from Christ, if we have Christ. That's just that's just the reality, okay? But before I get into that, let me give you a couple of the headlines that we've had out for this week. By the way, if you did not see yesterday's show, now it's lengthy. Uh, Dr. Bill is always <laughs> lengthy. I think every one of our shows we've done with Dr. Bill has been about two hours. But the information uh, is incredible. And this is on the, one of the very things that I'm going to talk about today. Um, Dr. Bill, America's frontline doctor, the COVID tests are not only inaccurate, but dangerous. If you didn't see that, if you didn't see the documentation, by the way, we have his link, that presentation that he gave you with all of the places. If you want to skip the video, that's there too. You can click on that and you can be able to see it. And also we didn't mention, but you know, Dr. Bill is going into, um, city and county councils. He's going into, um, pharmacies. He's making them aware of the fact that they're in violation of the Nuremberg code, that they're not giving informed consent, that they're going to be responsible for the people that that are dying from these shots, the people who are injured from these shots. And so if you would like to help him in that fight, and he's going to fight them. They've offered him a plea deal. Okay, They've offered him a plea deal <clears throat> for not wearing a mask at the county council. And he's like, no, nah, I'm going to fight this. Good for you, Dr. Bill. And I meant to tell him that yesterday. But if you'd like to support him, there's a link there in that article for that. Also, check this out. New York Times editor dies of heart attack hours after posting selfie taking the COVID booster. You know what? The Bible says pride goes before a fall, friends. Pride goes before a fall. And um, how how do you fix these people? How do you fix... This is beyond stupid. This is not... This is deceived. This is very deceived, okay? And what we're looking at is these people who mock those of us who say, wait a minute, you're in a clinical trial. In other words, you are the guinea pig. You are the lab rat. And we would like to opt out of this. Thank you very much. We're not going to be a part of it. So here's this New York Times editor. Um... His name is Carlos Tejeda. Tejeda. I don't know how you pronounce his last name. Um, But here he is. He's dead now. He's dead. Not hurt, not injured. He's dead after taking the COVID booster that he was told would protect him from the Convids 1984. Again, remember, this... Whatever this is, whatever you want to call it, I don't even know that they've really put put what this is. Any symptom, even if you're asymptomatic, you could have COVID. That's why you need to be tested. Well, a, that's just stupid. That's just stupid. Okay? Here's another one. This is from, um, I was down here looking at something else. Uh, this is from Chuck Baldwin. You know what? A lot of Some people write in and say things about Chuck Baldwin and what he says in messages. Let me tell you something. If you're listening to the show, how about being precise? Tell me where i got to go and look in a message so I have some kind of context. Because sometimes I don't get to listen to all of Chuck's messages. I haven't listened to one in several weeks. Um, but I like to listen to Chuck Baldwin. Um, so far, I really haven't heard anything that I necessarily disagree it might be little things we talked about that with daniel's 70 weeks and how we perceive that last week uh, but we both agree that it continues on in the 70 weeks but if you got something you want to complain how about being specific so i can go to it and i'm not wasting all day trying to go through all the stuff that you're calling out that you're saying is bad and so i can look at the context of what was said i'll do that but if you're out there listening how about helping me out by letting me know here's here's what Chuck Ball was pandemic among the fully vaccinated and Trump takes credit. Remember, he was doing that. I'm the father of the vaccine. I put a. It was my administration. No other administration could do it. We're the most worshipful, the most high, the greatest uh, uh, president, the greatest administration that's ever been in American history. Blah blah blah. Me 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 me. I I I I. I will be like the most high. I am like God. Yeah. You know, it's it, look, same daddy. You people who are buying that Trump is a Christian, you have missed the boat. Just going to tell you, there's no repentance. None. He said it with his own mouth. I don't have to say it. I could play you the clip. Well, but some people, somebody came out and said he was a Christian. Okay, but what about him? What about him? Does his words comply with the scriptures? Do they comply with the gospel of Jesus Christ? No, they do not. You say, well, you're condemning him to hell. No, I'm not. I'm not the judge here. I'm just judging the fruit that comes out of his mouth. The Bible says out of the mouth the, or out of the heart the mouth speaks. Okay, Out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Your mouth will give you away every time concerning what's in your heart. It will. It will do that. And this is why Donald Trump is in need of repentance, the same as the rest of us. Okay, And he probably doesn't know because nobody's got the guts to come up and tell him what the gospel demands of him. I mean, this is a guy who was in Norman Vincent Peale's church, that now embraces sodomites and lesbians teaching in the church, that taught neurolinguistic programming, which we taught, which we talked about on Wednesday. Okay? A couple more, and then I'm going to get on to this subject. Because they all tie together. Biden, Joe Biden, you know, my kids, i, I got to tell you, I-, I wish I'd have pulled this up. I wish I'd have thought of it, because I just get cracked up at this guy. Some guy out on Coney Island, I don't know if he's homeless or whatever, he can't say Biden. He goes, the guy comes up to him. I wish I could play that. I need to pull it up and just play it for you if you haven't seen it. But the guy goes, who's the president? He goes, Byron. Byron. Oh, it's I got to tell you, it's funny, even though it's really pathetic. OK, it, but it is funny to hear him do it. Here's Biden. Now, this is the guy who said he could fix everything on the convids, right, if if he were just elected president. So after being, um, I don't know, what's the word we use? Fraudulently put into the White House. He says there's no federal solution for the pandemic. First of all, there is no pandemic. There's not. Okay, this is where our eyes get off of things. This is what I was talking about yesterday with Dr. Bill. Our eyes get off of that. And yet, there's an issue, okay? So, he's going to back out now, after he's put forth the idea that uh, OSHA, the unconstitutional OSHA, and and by the way, folks, look, anybody, you're welcome to challenge it, anybody, where is OSHA in the Constitution? Where's it at? Hmm. Article 1 doesn't have it, nowhere, in fact, Article 1 doesn't have anything where the federal government is to be involved in science or health. I don't know why the NIH exists with our taxpayer dollars. I don't know why the CDC is funded with our tax dollars. It's not in here. And if it's not in here, it's unconstitutional, which makes it criminal. This is why people say the District of Criminals, I call it the Organized Crime Syndicate, this is what they are. I don't care what they tell you. I don't care what church they go to. I don't care what they claim about Christianity. If they are being lawless, if they're violating the law, they are criminal. Period. Nowhere in here did we authorize those in D.C. to tell us what we must take into our bodies. Nowhere did we authorize them to, to tell us that we have to take a test with deadly poisons in them and toxins, just like Dr. Bill said yesterday on the show. They have no authority to push that upon us. They don't. And to to show you how serious this is, these shots are mRNA shots. They are not vaccines. They're not. You'll see when I use vaccine in a title or something, I'm putting it in quotes. I've gone through, Suzanne Hamner's been kind enough to help with that too, and show that Tabor's Medical Dictionary remains the same definition for a vaccine. None of these shots for COVID meet the medical definition of a vaccine. We've seen Webster's go over. We've seen CDC change it in the midst of this pandemic to cover their behinds, but they did it in the middle of it. Okay? They didn't change that beforehand. They changed it in the middle of it because they were being caught, and people started pointing out this doesn't meet the medical definition of a vaccine. So, this leads us to our topic today. Let me let you in on something. The Sons of Liberty have reported on Chick-fil-A when other people would not. And it's not because we hate Chick-fil-A. Look, full disclosure, apart from my oldest daughter, the next four in line... Worked for Chick-fil-A, Gaffney, down here in South Carolina. They loved the people there. They liked the work. Uh, I think later on as they began to leave, there were some issues because different managers got changed out and some were just not as whatever as others were. Okay, That's, I'll leave it at that. But overall, most Chick-fil-A's that you go to have very pleasant people to deal with. They trained them well they really do. I want to give the props where they're where they're needed. They've got great food. It's way overpriced. <laughs> and I know why that is cuz they continue to escalate the pay of the employees. This is one of the things I'm, I'm t- I teach my kids about that. Is the more you're getting paid there, you know, you're not a manager or something, you're just a worker. You go from 750 or whatever the thing is now, which is that's a whole nother show of this minimum wage crap that government wants to institute. That's not freedom. That's, that's tyranny. Telling an employer what he has to pay people. That's a contract between him and the, empo- and, the, and the employee, okay? But they go from 750 to making $15, $16. And it's hard work. The stuff that they do in the back is hard work. They're not like the Burger King where, you know, when you get an order, you throw it in the microwave. These guys are back there doing breading by hand. My son did breading, which was one of the most taxing the jobs that you could have there. And he got paid a lot of money for doing it. And I'm not against people getting paid, but I said, you have to understand the more money they're paying you for the same job that you might've started out at seven or eight or $9 an hour or whatever. Now you're paying almost double. I said that translates over to the consumer. So now when you go get a chicken nugget meal at Chick-fil-A, it isn't four or five bucks. It's like $10, $10, $10, Or a couple of pieces of little chicken and a drink and some of the waffle fries, right? See, all of these things have consequences. So we've covered this. I just want to show you. These are some of the stories that we've done at libertymedia.com. Chick-fil-A CEO claims Christians are shameful and need to repent of racism. I told you. Dan Cathy is not his daddy. This guy... Go so far as to take a Christian brother. Forget this guy's name. He's um he's he's actually got some good, I don't like rap, but he's got some great lyrics that are in there. Um go to go to clean his clean tennis shoes off. And I'm gonna tell you the the rap brother, I wish I could remember his name because it's not right here in the title. You should have told him, What are you doing, man? Get up. What are you doing? But he didn't do it. He just let him do it. There's that. Then we talked about the donations that they had. Chick-fil-A's donations. We talked about the fact that Chick-fil-A put an Obama and Hillary supporter in charge and then dumped Christians. Remember when Chick-fil-A took the stand for biblical marriage between a man and a woman? Yeah. And their capitulation back in 2019 had them siding with lesbian, sodomites, and trans, well, I don't even like to use that term. It's not, it's not that, okay? It's not. And then Lynn and I did a show on Chick-fil-A supporting Common Core. And you can see their video where they're doing it. And you say, well, Tim, you mean look, Chick fil A claims to be Christian. This is why aren't you picking on B- uh, Burger King? Why aren't you picking on Bojangles? Why aren't some of you probably don't even know what a Bojangles is? It's kind of like the um Southern style Popeyes, if you will, okay? Cajun style. <laughs> and I don't like Bojangles, okay? But the fact of the matter is, is this Chick fil A set itself apart from everybody else because it claimed not family values, not American It claimed Christian values. It closed on Sunday because of the Fourth Commandment. It wanted to uphold Christian principles. That's what it's... That's what, you know, the company said. And people applauded that. And you know what, Chick-fil-A? When you did that, when you stood your ground, what did you get? You had all the support in the world from not only Christians but people who weren't even Christians because they appreciated the fact that you made good food and you had principles that you were standing by. You need to get back to that. This is not, I'm going to tell you, this is not a show to tear down Chick-fil-A. It is a show to confront them because they're out in the public and they're a company. They're not a brother I can go to. I've already done that, at least locally, as much as I can. I've already done that. They're a company, and you need to repent. This is what the show is going to be about. Okay, So I want to let you know, we have been calling out Chick-fil-A along the way, and this is the best we can do, because we can't really follow Matthew 18 in the sense that this is a public corporation. Okay? With that said, this is, and I I blanked out the names and um, the... uh, so I'm not censoring, I'm just, I'm not comfortable with putting out people's names and uh, their emails on the show, okay? For those on Red State Talk Radio, this is an email that my son received on the 27th of December. <clears throat> this came from the human resources uh, person down at uh, Chick-fil-A Gaffney. Here's what they say. Now, I want you to pay attention to, to what's written here because I'm going to tell you after speaking with attorneys I, I there is no wonder Jesus condemned these legal people in Matthew 23 there is no wonder he did it by the way I'll be canceling my legal shield deal here very soon because of the the snippy smart alecky kind of responses that I got from attorneys when I asked simple questions Dear CFA team, as you are aware, the OSHA Emergency Temporary Standard on Vaccination and Testing is a federal mandate. Now, let's stop right there. What is a mandate? What is it? Is it law? Nope. Ain't law. So where one side says, you got to do this, and what they're hoping is you'll say, yes, sir. Can I have another, sir? I'll go along with it, sir. You're going to make a contract with them. Okay. And if you don't comply, there's no contract. Period. There's no contract. I want to ask you something. Where in the Constitution, anybody, if you're in chat, if you want to write me, where in the Constitution does it give permission to create something called OSHA? At the federal level. Where Where, where, does, where is that at? It's not there. Where do... People in the executive branch have the right to create law, which is what they're wanting you to believe a mandate is. Where do they have that right to do that? Hmm? They don't have that right. Oh, Tim, case law is this, and we've had this Supreme Court decision. What do you need for a Supreme Court decision when there's no authority for for that agency to exist in the first place, nor to give a mandate that they're giving? Why do I need to appeal to to Supreme Court decisions which are, are whimsical and turn on a dime? Where do I need to do that? But here's what it says. It's currently under review. Although the mandate is working its way through the judicial system, we want to be prepared in the event that it is enforced. I want to ask you something. That it's enforced... Are you people at Chick-fil-A, are you children, or are you men and women? Do you know your constitution, or do you not know your constitution? Or are you depending on the lawyers, which Jesus condemned in Matthew 23, you guys who claim that you're Christian, your company claims is Christian, why don't you read that? Why don't you read Romans 13 and see when the king issues things, and I'm using that term king lightly, okay? We all know that the people are the king of Romans 13 in American government. We the people, that's that's the that's the king in this society. Why are you acting like children before your master when the states are the one who created the federal government in the first place? We want to be prepared in the event that is enforced. Okay, you be prepared. Why don't you resist the tyrant like your forefathers did? Oh, well, we're, I was told last night, son of uh, the lady that I spoke with, the human resources person the other day, Chick-fil-A, Gaffney here, came over and he says, Mr. Brown, thank you for your Facebook post. He said somebody needed to say it. Somebody needs to do something. And then my friends, uh, my, my sons had their friends come over last night. He was one of them. Another guy who used to work there. I don't think he works there now. He works somewhere else. He came in and he goes, Mr. Brown, I respect you. I'll I'll, I'll come out there and I'll protest with you when you're going to have the protest. I had no idea that are listening, but they're listening. These are young men, early 20s. Amen. Praise the Lord. There's, There's a heart for rebelling against the tyrants among young people. Look, don't down all the millennials. Don't do that. Some of them have hearts for God and for freedom and for liberty. They do encourage that. So they say this. CFA Gaffney respects and supports your decision and choice to be vaccinated or not. It will not be mandatory that you be vaccinated in order to work at Chick-fil-A Gaffney. Now, that's legal language. I'm going to tell you right now, that is legalese, because what they go on to say is coercion to do just that. Okay? There are two options based on the mandate. Number one, team members can choose to be vaccinated. And by the way, this is fraud. This is not a vaccine. Let me just throw this in here. In my conversation with the attorneys yesterday, I said... What's the def- What's the uh, what's the law on fraud in South Carolina? Well, Mister Brown, that's a different discussion, this isn't Part of no, no, no. I'm asking you what the law is. Well, I, I I'm not going to go down this road with you. And this is. Let me just tell you who it is. Merritt Webb down in Columbia, South Carolina. They cannot even tell you what fraud, what the law against fraud is. This is not a vaccine. I've shown that I've given you the medical definition from Tabor's on what a vaccine is, and this is more akin to a medical device. Okay, here's what here's what they say. You got two choices, Chick Fil A employees of Gaffney, and I'm assuming this is across the country. Team members can choose to be vaccinated and provide documentation of that vac- vaccination. Number two, team members can choose not to be vaccinated, and therefore, we're going to put you in a different category. Every week, you're in detention. I mean, that's what it's basically doing. They agree to a test at no cost to the team member each week for COVID-19. First, I want somebody to define out what COVID-19 is. That's the first thing. Nobody's done that. This is still tied to, I mean, this thing, whatever's going on, that people are getting sick from, has all kinds of different things that happen to them. Okay? Whatever it is. But I want somebody to define COVID-19. And you see what's going on here. There is a coercion. That's against the Nuremberg Code. That's against international law. I don't like international law. I don't like to think that somebody outside of our government is going to have anything to do with us. I don't. But everybody realized that after... World War II, there needed to be something in place there for that. So, here's the issue. This is coercion to get the shot because some people are going to feel inconvenienced with taking these deadly... These are toxic tests, too. They're under the Emergency Use Authorization, too. They're part of the experiment. Just as much as the shots are. Okay. Just as much as that. And if you listened to Dr. Bill yesterday, you know how dangerous these tests are in and of themselves. So, you're told, fill up, please fill out the attached survey or send an email to the human resources person there by today, which is December 31st, 2021. Now, look, see what they just did? They said <clears throat> It's a federal mandate. Now, what is a federal mandate? Well, that applies to federal employees. That does not apply to you and me. It doesn't. Federal mandate that is currently under review. Well, if it's under review, it's not even enforced. And they tell you, we want to be ready in the event that it's enforced. But they're already telling you you've got a you've got an ultimatum. And that's by today, the end of twenty twenty one. You've got to say whether or not you're vaccinated and give us your papers because we're the Gestapo and you better give them to us. Or you've got to take this other toxic poison in a test form, not administered by doctors, by the way, and you've got to submit that in this form for us. All responses are confidential. And then they go on. For those who choose to be vaccinated, let's change that to be given the shot, the experimental shot against the Nuremberg Code, without informed consent, consent, because uh, informed consent, because they don't, they don't do that. Please send a copy of your papers, your vaccination record, in this correspondence, a text photo is sufficient. Our texted photo is sufficient. If we do not hear from you by December 31st, we will assume that you choose to undergo weekly testing. Think about that. Your employer is demanding of you a medical procedure. Oh, this isn't a medical procedure. It's a test. It's a medical procedure. You don't have... Look at where we've gone, people. We've gone from, at the start, saying asymptomatic people. The A means they don't have symptoms. It's kind of like, for some people who don't get it, amillennialism. Okay? Some people will take that and say, there's no millennium. That's not what amillennialists believe. In, in, anyway, but they don't believe it's a literal thousand years. So anyway, not to get off a sidetrack. <laughs> We're going to demand that you have this medical procedure this testing or that you get your body injected with this poison. One or the other. I mean, that's what they're, that is what they're saying. It's one or the other, or we're not going to schedule you. They are too spineless to fire you. They're not going to do that. I I talked last night with some of the guys. We've got people on there that's been there, you know, on the payroll for a year or more who haven't been scheduled because they're bad employees. Well, why aren't you firing them? Because they're spineless. They want to be nice. And you know what I've told you the word nice is? Go look it up. Old definition means ignorant. No, this is spinelessness. In my day, if you were a bad employee, you got fired. Sorry, terminated, see you, wouldn't want to be you. That's what it was. Here's the rest of what goes on. Your health records and decision will be kept secure and confidential. Well, why is it any of your business that I'm vaccinated or not vaccinated, whether I'm taking a test or not? Why is it that your business, if it's supposed to be secure and confidential, why is it your business, Chick-fil-A? Why is it your business about my kids? Please note there is a religious objection to vaccination that is currently allowed. Think about that for a second. Allowed in the mandate. But this does not exempt an employee from the weekly testing requirement according to OSHA. So, okay, so look at what Chick-fil-A is doing. They're siding with the tyrants to tell you what what you can allow in your conscience and what you cannot. So if you listen to Dr. Bill yesterday about what's in these tests, how inaccurate they are, number one, how they were never designed, number two, to diagnose anything. They were for research purposes only. And how they have deadly toxins within them and you say, hey, I'm not supposed to be taking something like that in my body. Because my body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and I'm not going to put these toxins in there. And if you choose to take that stand, Chick-fil-A says, well, wait a minute. We're going to go along with the tyrants. And the tyrant says, you don't have a religious exemption from that. Um, let me see here. <sighs> Amendment 1. Who has legislative authority? You guys in the, in the Sons of Liberty um, community here, who has legislative authority? Is it the executive branch? Do they have that? Nope. What about the judicial branch? Do they have legislative authority? If you don't know what that is, that means they have the ability to write law that we delegated to them. Nope. All legislative authority resides with who? The Congress. Well, let me ask you something. Has Congress written a law That mandates you have a vaccine or that you have to be tested every week. Which, by the way, if you listened to Dr. Bill yesterday, you know that those tests, even when they're doing it research purposes, are only good if you do them like every 12 weeks. Not every week. That's right. Congress does. And the Constitution says this. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. What is OSHA doing trying to take the role of Congress? Why has Congress not put an end to these unconstitutional alphabet agencies by defunding them? Hmm? Start asking that question. Why haven't they put an end to it? It was Martin Luther who stood before the Roman tribunal and said it's not right nor safe to go against conscience. And he stood on what he believed to be the truth. Let me ask you something, Chick-fil-A owner down there in Gaffney, human resources person in Gaffney... You guys can't claim to be Christian. Are you following the footsteps of Christ by resisting the tyrant? Now, I heard that they're working with attorneys to see what their options were to fight this. Well, then, if you're working with them to fight it, you shouldn't have put out this thing right here. You really shouldn't have. You should have kept this at the vest. In fact, you shouldn't have even written this thing. And by the way, there was a lady over, Kate told me there was a lady over in England who was part of a franchise, and the franchise mandated that she be open on Sunday. And she refused them, and she took them to court, and it took her three or four years, what Kate says, and she won the day, and she got millions of pounds for her troubles, too. Was it an easy road? Nope. But she wasn't going to give in to the tyrants. And I'm, I'm exhorting you, Chick-fil-A, Gaffney, set the standard. If none of the other Chick-fil-A's will do it, you do it. You be the hero. You be the one who goes David against Goliath. Even take it to the corporate office in Georgia. And say, so you don't have authority to tell us this stuff. This is not part of our agreement. By the way, it's not part of the employee's agreement either. I don't think any employee, when they signed up to come to Chick-fil-A, said, oh, yeah, I'll let you tell me to stick something in my arm and into my body that I don't want. Or take a test with toxins in them that I don't want in my body. I don't think any employee had that idea in mind when they went to work for you. Here's the rest of it. Please note, there's the religious objection for the vaccine, but not for the test. See what they're doing? They're going along with the tyrants to tell you what you what what is part of your conscience and your religious conviction and what isn't. Attached, you'll find the CFA Gaffney policy regarding this mandate in the survey, which can be given to. And there's a couple of people here. I marked I marked their names out. Okay, if you choose option two, there will be a free testing option available to you each week at the restaurant, and the testing time will be paid time. Well, th- th- again, this is a bribery to go along with the tyrants. I want to ask you something, Chick-fil-A. How about producing a isolated virus that you claim is so deadly here? How about producing that for us? If you don't, you're following the narrative and you're following the lie of the devil. Because there isn't any. Then listen to what they say. We are committed to serving and protecting our team. Oh. Then why don't you tell them not to get the shot? Not to take the test. I spoke, listen, I spoke with the attorney, one of the attorneys down here in Columbia. I said, what about the VARES report? This is only half, less than 1% of those reported of deaths and injuries. I said, they've had more in 12 months following people getting this shot than they have in the past 30 years. And she goes, well, that's your opinion. See how these devils are? See how these devils are? This is an attorney. That's your opinion. It's on the stinking bears site. How is that my opinion? I didn't write it. I didn't come up with the numbers. Doctors and nurses around the world are pointing this out. But that's your opinion, Mr. Brown. Woe to you, woe to you, who think like that and who act like that. They finish out this letter. We're committed to serving and protecting our team. They're not, as well as fulfilling the legal requirements. There are no legal requirements because there's no legal authority. There's none. Get it through your heads, Chick-fil-A. If you think there's legal authority... Okay, show it to me in Article one where Congress has the right, has the authority to write such a law as to mandate vaccines and testing. Show it to me. But you can't because it isn't there. Well, but somebody in the federal government told us so. So what? Tell them to stick their mandate where the sun don't shine. How about taking a stand instead of being a bunch of punks who get punked? And then you pass it along to your employees as though you're standing for them when really you're hiding behind the skirt of your cowardice. As we navigate through this process, if you have any questions, you can reach out. Here's the number. If you want to call that. I didn't take the number out. If you want to call them and tell them what you think, call them and tell them what you think. Otherwise, my plan is to have a protest there on the sidewalk in front of Chick-fil-A a week from this Saturday. That's my plan. It might it might end up having to be pushed two weeks, but that's my plan, a week from this Saturday. We'll have a protest out there. And we'll let people know exactly what they're doing. And I know there's some stupid people out there already wearing their mask and everything else, and they're just going to go along with it and say, you're a bunch of kooks, and they're just ignorant people. They don't know. They don't know. They should know at this point, but they don't. and they go Or they go along with it. So let's bring this over to what the Scripture says, because I can just hear, I can hear the nonsense that gets toted whenever we talk about this kind of thing. You hear the stupid, biblically ignorant people say, well, you have to love your neighbor. Remember that Archbishop of Canterbury guy? I just don't understand it. I mean, he was insinuating people were somehow immoral because they said, no, I don't think I'm going to go with that experimental shot where people are dying where they're having millions of injuries you know hundreds of thousands millions of people dying i don't think i'm going to do that well you must not love your neighbor well, let's talk about that let's go through scripture about what loving your neighbor is all about check this out this is leviticus chapter 19 verse 17 okay this comes two verses before the citations about not mixing which, in all honesty, I think there's a lot to say there about unequally yoked. I think it's more about that. We're not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers, which we have reiterated in the New Testament. But I think there is something to do with this mixing of things, especially in our blood, because our, the life of the flesh is in the blood. You you know, we're already, let's be honest, many of us are you're bringing certain toxins in in the quote-unquote foods we eat. Here's what it says, though. Leviticus 19.17, Thou shalt not hate thy brother in thine heart. Thou shalt in any wise rebuke thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. Okay? So we're told not to hate our brother in our heart. By the way, for you people who say Jesus was giving a new law or he was going beyond what the law is, what does that say right there about murder? Huh? What did Jesus say? Don't hurt. Don't hate your brother. If you hate your brother in your heart without a cause, in other words, it's not righteous indignation. If you hate your brother in your heart, you're what? You're committing murder. Right there, it is in Leviticus nineteen seventy. Jesus wasn't saying anything new. He was just reiterating what the law was. Okay, just so everybody's clear, there's not a law in the Old Testament, a law in the New Testament. It's the same law because it's the same lawgiver because it's the same God because it's the same Son of God who gave it. The great I am who gave it. For my Muslim troll who wants to come into the Rumble Channel, it's the same God. Okay? Let's come over here. Oh, there's some other passages that you can find there. So, we come over to Matthew chapter 22. Look at what it says here. And when the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence. Remember the Sadducees don't believe in the afterlife, angels, demons, that's why they are sad, you see. okay? They were gathered together. And one of them, that's one of the Pharisees, which was a lawyer, he was a lawyer, asked him a question. That's Jesus tempting him. Not because he wanted to understand where Jesus was coming from and see how that fit in his worldview and correct himself if he needed to or any of that kind of stuff. He wanted to tempt him. And he said, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. That's right out of Deuteronomy chapter 6. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is likened to it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And listen to what he says. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Of course they do. What do we see in the Ten Commandments? The first four are about our relationship with God, isn't it? Whether we love God or not. What are the What are the other six about? Well, they're about whether we love our fellow man or not. And then those are expounded upon within the Torah, within the prophets. They begin to point out how that law applies in whatever the situation is. So, here we have it very clearly. Jesus says, most important commandment is love God. And the second's like it. Love your neighbors yourself. Why is it like it? Because your neighbor's made in the image of God. And you're to love them. All right? Check this out. Many of you are familiar with the story of the Good Samaritan. I've went over this many times here. We have... Uh, Luke chapter 10, beginning verse 25. And behold, a certain lawyer... How do you like that, huh? Certain lawyer... These lawyers apparently don't know the law. Stood up and tempted him. There he is tempting him again. Not trying to understand, not trying to comprehend, tempting him. Saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said unto him... What is written in the law? How readest thou? And you got to understand something. Jesus, this is a great thing that our pastor's been pointing out. When Jesus learned something, he wasn't confused about things like we are. He didn't have to go and you know keep pouring it in. When he heard it the first time, he got it and he comprehended it, and he didn't need to ask questions further about it when, when, it, when something was said. When he understood it, boom, he got it, and he went with it. Perfectly. Okay? And he answered and said to him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said unto him, Thou hast answered right. This do, and thou shalt live. But he, willing to justify himself, said unto Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Now, He should have stopped while he was ahead, right? Shouldn't he have stopped while he was ahead? Jesus said, you answered right, man. Go and do it. The Bible says he wanted to justify himself, and he says, who is my neighbor? And there's a reason for that. And the reason is these religious Jewish leaders hated people who were not Jews. They hated them. Especially Samaritans, because they considered them to be half breeds. They were their mortal enemy. Okay? And this is why Jesus tells a story about a who? A Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance, there came down a certain priest. Now, what's a priest? He's from the line of Aaron. That means he's a Jew. He's supposed to be one, you know, who teaches the people, offering the sacrifice. He's their mediator between God and man at the time. He comes down that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Oh, can't touch you, dude. You're all messed up. You were unclean because it looks like you've been hit by robbers. I can't do that because i got to get down here and offer sacrifices and stuff. Likewise, a Levite. Same kind of deal. Here's a Jew. When he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, guy who's not a Jew, doesn't seem to be religious or anything, or we're not told that, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. And he went to him and bound up his wounds. See, he didn't go to government to say, hey. He didn't jump down there to Jerusalem and say, hey, guys, one of your own's up there. You need to get an ambulance. You need to go pick that guy up. Don't you have uh, socialized medicine? Don't you have Obamacare? I mean, uh, Israeli care, whatever the case may be. Don't you have this stuff to take care of this guy? I mean, I I don't have time to do this. I'm on a journey. Now he didn't do that. He went to him. He bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine. Where did he get that? Well, that was his. That was his oil and wine. He used his own resources and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said unto him, Take care of him, <clears throat> and whatsoever thou spendest more, when I come again, I'll repay thee. Which now of these three thinkest thou was a neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy to him. And Jesus said unto him, Go. And do that likewise. That's what loving your neighbor is. Loving your neighbor is not putting a poison in your body. It's not. That is not loving your neighbor. That's being stupid. And when I asked the people at Chick-fil-A, when they said, oh, we prayed about it. Well, you know what that means. Come on. We, we want to stand on legal and spiritual and moral grounds. Okay, point me to the Word of God where this... Where what you're pushing on people stands well, I'm not going to get into that with you. That means you don't have a leg to stand on on these things that you're putting forth emotionally to try to stir me spiritually. Be 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 aware of stuff like that, folks. If somebody can't put, if they're talking to you spiritual, they're talking about praying about it and this idea. Ask them where God said it in the Word. I'm taking you to what God said about loving your neighbor. And it has nothing to do with sticking poison in your mind and in your body, nor submitting to tyrants. Nothing to do with it. I'll let you know more as we come along through all this, as far as what's going on next Saturday. We will be uh, live streaming, too, uh, from the location. In any case, you guys have a great day. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And uh, Lord willing, we'll be back with you in the morning. Kate Shimerani, and we're going to have a special guest on, too. Uh, If you think Kate was fattest, (laughs) wait till you hear this lady. We'll talk to you then. See you.